Hey everybody, welcome to our discipleship journey at Beach Church. We are so excited that you chose to be with us today. We will be listening to a piece of scripture. You'll be hearing some thoughts from one of our writers about that scripture, and we'll be giving you some questions for you to think about and consider, and maybe explore what God is doing in your heart. Our discipleship journey is designed to help you see that God is near and that he wants to have a meaningful relationship with you. So get comfortable, open up your heart and your mind, and let's explore what God has for us today. Hi, my name is Hannah Rowan Fry, and I'll be reading this week's passages out of Acts chapter 3, verse 1, through Acts 4, verse 31. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer, at three in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave him his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold, I do not have, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. While the man held on to Peter and John, all the people were astonished and came running to them in the place called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter saw this, he said to them, Fellow Israelites, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus. You handed him over to be killed, and you disowned him before Pilate, though he had decided to let him go. You disowned the Holy and Righteous One and asked that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. We are witnesses of this. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man, whom you see and know, was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him, as you can see. Now, fellow Israelites, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did your leaders. But this is how God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets, saying that his Messiah would suffer. Repent, then, and turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord, and that he may send the Messiah, who has been appointed for you, even Jesus. Heaven must receive him until the time comes for God to restore everything, as he promised long ago through his holy prophets. For Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. You must listen to everything he tells you. Anyone who does not listen to him will be completely cut off from their people. Indeed, beginning with Samuel, all the prophets who have spoken have foretold these days. And you are heirs of the prophets and of the covenant God made with your fathers. He said to Abraham, Through your offspring, all peoples on earth will be blessed. When God raised up his servant, he said to him, he sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your wicked ways. The priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. They were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people, proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. 
They seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed, so the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. The next day, the rulers, the elders, and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Annas the high priest was there, and so were Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and others of the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them, By what power or name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing there with them, there was nothing they could say. So they ordered them to withdraw from the Sanhedrin and then conferred together. What are we going to do with these men? they asked. Everyone living in Jerusalem knows that they have performed a notable sign, and we cannot deny it. But to stop this thing from spreading any further among the people, we must warn them to speak no longer to anyone in, his, in this name. Then they called them in again and commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, Which is right in God's eyes, to listen to you or to him? You be the judges. As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. After further threats, they let them go. They could not decide how to punish them because all the people were praising God for what had happened. For the man who was miraculously healed was over 40 years old. On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and the elders said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our father David. Why do the nations rage and the people's plot in vain? The king of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed. They did what, what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. This week's journal entry. No matter where we are in our journey with Jesus, we are continually growing in our faith. As we see in this week's reading, Peter and John are followers of Jesus that knew him intimately and were continuing to grow in their faith through the Holy Spirit. God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are all the same God we worship, and each informs our faith in unique ways. As we read in Acts, we see an emphasis on the Holy Spirit growing the faith of the early church. In Acts 3.12, after a lame man was healed, Peter asked the people, Why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk? Their faith journey developed an unbreakable trust in God. 
they connected deeply with the Holy Spirit and allowed his resurrection power to flow through them. They didn't wonder where this power came from. They knew it had been given by Jesus, as Peter explains in Acts 4, verse 10. Their faith in Jesus opened the door to faith in the Holy Spirit. Even though Jesus was no longer with him, his spirit was, and everyone they encountered was changed because of it. Acts 4.13 says, When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Jesus taught them how to pray boldly. He taught them that they had access to his divine power, and he reminded them that even when he would leave, his Holy Spirit would still be with them, just as he is with us today, right now. Question number one. What does it mean to have faith in God, faith in Jesus, and faith in the Holy Spirit? Question two. Reread Acts 3, 19. When you think of times of refreshing, what comes to mind? How does this connect to faith? Question three. Even though Peter and John were not qualified to lead the church, they were tasked with the job. Has God ever asked you to do something you weren't qualified for? Question four. Do you believe that God can use you, through the Holy Spirit, to do something big? Why or why not? Thank you for being a part of our discipleship journey. We firmly believe that a deeper relationship with God is now within reach. If you feel led to dive deeper into God's Word, we've made it super simple for you to find our four-day-a-week Bible reading plan, along with the journal entry and some questions. All you got to do is go to beachchurchjacks.com com slash discipleship journey and you will be able to find all of our tools right there see you next time our scripture today comes from the holy bible new international version niv copyright 1973 1978 1984 2011 by biblica inc used by permission all rights reserved worldwide